0: Recorded live in the Phantasmo Lounge, high atop the Jim Burton building in beautiful midtown Portsmouth, Virginia, it's Phantasmo After Dark, with your host, Rob Floyd, and co-host Phyllis Floyd. Tonight's topic, road games. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the old podcast. Hey, Phyllis. Hey, Rob. Uh, we're We're back with a brand new episode here after a holiday hiatus there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, not all a holiday, but okay.
0: <laughs> well, you know, real life gets in the way sometimes, and you tack on the holidays on top of that, you run out of time real quick for stuff. So, But all that aside, tonight we're talking about a movie called Road Games, and not the British-French production of uh, 2015, I think it was, called Road Games, but this is the 1981 Australian film, Road Games, with uh, Stacey Keach and Jamie Lee Curtis
1: Jamie Lee
0: yes Jamie Lee always wonderful to see on the screen and a very young Jamie Lee uh, really early in her career matter of fact I think this was uh, it was definitely after she did the Halloween and this was just after she did The Fog and Prom Night yeah both came out in 1980 so she was rolling them out right there
1: yeah she put out a lot of good stuff
0: yeah and, uh, you know, The Fog is one of those. I, I Going back and watching it, I find I enjoy it more than I remember enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And Prom Night, I haven't seen that in a long time, but I know I liked it when I first saw it. It was, you know, that typical 80s for, formula slasher movie. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of fun. I think it's the first time you see Jamie kind of sexy because she peeks out of a door just wearing a bra or something. It's like, <laughs> for Or her Laurie Strode, Holly Hobby look.
1: <laughs> Holly Hobby look.
0: I mean, come on, Halloween, one of the first times she is, she's wearing a long skirt, white hose or tights, a (laughs) button-up, a shirt up to her neck, and a sweater over that. I mean, you know, come on. But this movie is is a little different. Like I said, it's an Australian production. And off the top of my head, I know I've seen a couple Australian movies before, but, well, Mad Max aside, Mm -hmm. and The Road Warrior is quite a bit different than those.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
0: But... I'm not that familiar with Australian cinema, and I want to be though.
1: Yeah, there's there's some good stuff.
0: Yeah, well, from I saw what I'm told. I saw a documentary. You need to watch this sometime. This documentary with me, okay? Called "Not Quite Hollywood" mm-hmm. and It's a documentary on the like the the Australian film boom in the seventies, the late sixties through the early eighties. Yeah, well, and, maybe we uh, should do
1: a a whole thing on that one day.
0: Well, we could. That would be good to do. It'd be
1: fun research.
0: Yeah. It's actually enjoyable. I've watched it a few times. It's really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of familiar faces pop up that you've seen in other things, mm-hmm. you know. But they interview a lot of people in it, and they talk about this movie quite a bit. This movie, actually, Tarantino cites this as being one of his favorite all-time movies. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, a, a lot. He he goes off on this movie in that. In that documentary.
1: That's interesting. How
0: much he likes it.
1: I mean, I enjoyed this movie. I would not say it's one of my favorite movies.
0: It's not, it's definitely not one of my favorites, but it's got, it's, it was really interesting. I think I need to watch it again to really get into it. I mean, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. And it's, I like road pictures, you know, and this is, this is definitely an on the road things happening while they're traveling, you know, a road picture. From what
1: I can tell, it was on the road both behind the scenes and uh in front of the camera oh yeah
0: yeah <laughs> well you know the, the plot basic plot stacy keach is uh a truck driver but he's not a truck, driver. He's, not a truck driver. he's not a truck he drives he a drives truck.
1: a truck that doesn't he's not mean a he's a driver. truck driver he says that
0: <laughs> and you know he hasn't had a lot of sleep he pulls over this motel and he's talking to his dog or dingo in in a in a cab of his truck and he's watching this guy get out of his van and this hitchhiker that he's telling his dog, hey, that's a girl we passed a while, you know a few miles back. He says, ah, the lucky son of a bitch. You know? And he's getting the room. As soon as the guy pays for the room, the vacancy sign goes off. He's like, Oh shit. So <laughs> he has to sleep in his truck. But while he's there, uh, he gets a call on the radio for a job the next morning at 5 a.m. if he can pick up a load of meat because there's a big strike in Australia. Mm-hmm. And if he can pick up this load, they'll pay him double time. So right. he takes the job. So he hasn't had much sleep.
1: Yeah, and there's a there's a big deal about the fact that he's sleep deprived. Yeah, you know he's gonna. It's like he says, "I'm gonna start hallucinating. I haven't had any sleep."
0: Yeah, and that plays into it later on. Mm-hmm. But he wakes up the next morning. Basically, he goes on. He just goes about his business. Goes to pick up the load of meat, and he hears a, on the on the actual radio the news on the radio about uh, a serial killer mm-hmm. and the guy at the motel the night before. There's some things, little odd things that went on and it was he, suspicious it was suspicious and he, that comes back into his head and he goes on and later on he picks up jamie lee and they start talking about stuff and the stuff on the news and they decide they're gonna try to catch the guy yeah and well he, it's the guy tries, in the green van
1: yeah i mean it there's a lot more to there's it there's a lot more to it yeah, he, i don't want to he's determined that it's the the guy in the green van is the the culprit of this yeah. uh of the murders, and he's tried to turn them in. Well,
0: he the reason they determined the that the reason they determined that is they stop for something. I don't know if someone it's before they stop to the camp or maybe it's... I forget stop to get gas. Anyway, they see a green van parked way out in the desert somewhere, and a guy's digging a hole.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there and he's looking through the binoculars
0: evidence. at the guy, and he tells something's up. So uh, a lot of stuff goes on throughout the trip. Yeah, so and, it's all
1: about you know, it's basically. You know when you're on a long road trip and you keep passing the same
0: cars? Yeah, you're, I was going to bring playing, that up. Yeah.
1: You're playing, what do they call it? It's like go back and forth like leapfrog or whatever.
0: Yeah, but you keep passing each other along this whole long strip of road you're yeah. on. And you kind of get to know the people driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind In your head anyway. In your
1: head, you've, you've made up who these people are and what they're doing and whatever. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's that essentially. And that's what he's done on this dead i mean the road there's nobody on yeah. the road except well, it's the australian very, outback yeah it's the australian outback so there's very few yeah. cars
0: and before he picks up jamie lee mm-hmm. and he sees these people heaps passing them they're passing him and, he, and like you say he, he makes up stories about who they are mm-hmm. and he's talking to himself or he's talking to his dog which it was really smart for them to give him a dog so he has somebody to Talk to. Yeah. And but instead of talking to us, talking to the camera. Right. But it's like that's what he's doing. Yeah. He's narrating kind of what's going on by talking to the dog.
1: You know, it's funny. They they made a point of saying that's exactly why they gave him a dog so that he could do that. But there's one point in the film where I think it's closer towards the end where he actually is kind of starting to hallucinate because he's so sleep deprived. But no, that one scene where uh he starts he's questioning things. But then in his head he starts answering, He's answering himself too. Yes, yeah, so, and we're hearing the So you're getting the, the, the internal answers. and external yeah. model or dialogue. It was really cool. That I was liked done that. well. Yeah. yeah,
0: that was done really well. It yeah. could
1: have been. It could have come across really cheesy, but it it worked. Yeah.
0: Well, you know the thing is, this movie. The guy set out. The director was a huge fan of Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Franklin is his name.
1: And didn't they refer to him as the Australian Hitchcock?
0: Uh, that's I what Jamie, that's Lee, was Jamie Lee was told. Jamie Lee was told, yes. And, oh, they ended up calling her Stacey Keach. When he picked her up, he kept calling her Hitch, short mm-hmm. for Hitchhiker. Right. But it was also short for Hitchcock. Hitchcock right? right. Uh, that's what I had read the director had said at some point. Yeah, so the director, even uh, when he was a, a kid in film school, on a whim, got in touch with Hitchcock's office and got Hitchcock to come speak at his film school to the film students
1: how cool is that yeah
0: and then he in turn he got to go to a couple the next couple of shoots that Hitchcock was doing and got to sit in on the set watch him film it so that's pretty awesome yeah it is but this guy like I said is a huge Hitchcock fan Mm -hmm. and later on he actually got to direct Psycho 2
1: oh wow yeah did not know
0: that uh but Richard Franklin he directed another uh quite a few things on Australia Patrick is one of the more notable ones he did Mm -hmm. which was before this and then I haven't seen that uh so Hotel Sorrento was a more recent movie he directed but he gave this the script of rear window to the writer that was going to write this movie mm-hmm. and he thought he read the script he thought it was really great and they both came up with the idea of like well how about we do rear window on the road and so it's a, it's a Hitchcock Road picture, hmm. and it really is, and it does work that way, because the suspense is pretty good in it, I think. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of good suspense in it, a lot of it, you are going, what's going on here? And then there's a couple of things like, what the hell just happened?
1: Yeah, well, I remember- How does that
0: play into it? And a couple of things don't really play into it at all, they but don't. it's enough to distract you from what's going on and get you an uneasy feeling. Yeah. You yeah. know?
1: Well, you know, about halfway into this, I looked over at you and I was like, I have no idea what the hell is happening right now
0: and but it pulls back
1: it does and at first i was i was nearly at the point of i don't know if i can watch any more of this because i'm so confused i think i've really lost the entire plot <laughs> of the film but then I was like, no, I'm gonna power through because I'm I'm actually interested. You know, I I've, I've gotten it, attached to the character. It comes back I wanna to where know. you know what's going on. It doesn't, yeah, yeah just, it does. It just, let you go. That's where I was getting. Yeah. It's like no, I I followed it enough that I was still kind of knew what was going on. And then eventually it all pulls together, and it it really does. It really does come no. out with a a really interesting ending. I think my only real complaint is I wish Jamie Lee was in it more. She doesn't show up.
0: Yeah. For well, a actually, good while backtrack a little bit when they hired her they had already hired an australian actress right. for the part but the producers of the film i guess so it would sell more overseas and, and other countries and stuff since jamie lee was had a name mm-hmm. they wanted her in it
1: well it wasn't that they wanted her it was that the the director franklin said, well how about Jamie Lee what
0: they want he had yeah well they want, what, yeah, well they, want they wanted a more of a name
1: right they wanted more of a so, name and yeah, he said he well I've got Jamie a connection Lee. with Jamie Lee and they said so, okay
0: yeah so they got Jamie Lee right which was kind of a problem with the Australian uh crew because I think even one of them actually came up to her and says has it feel to put Australian actress out of work
1: I don't think it was the crew I think that was it was an interview
0: what was an interview yeah yeah, oh, yeah okay. they
1: said that she had gone to an interview and one of the I guess reporters asked her that.
0: Yeah. I know uh, she was having she a hard said time she, all around.
1: She said that she in that interview we watched yeah. on the disc said that she, um she actually like formed a bond with all of the cast and crew because they were Oh yeah. They were going on a long yeah, road trip. Because the crew was the entire going on the road together. as
0: well as the, the story was going on the road. Yeah. They moved from one motel area to another because it, it was. The thing was traveling across the country. The story was. Yeah. That um, is
1: really cool. Can you imagine doing a road Because she said that To explain it, she said um, they went from one little motel. It was like a little strip shop. You had a motel with, you know, 10 rooms in it or something. And then like like a a restaurant and a a bar. And they would take over the whole hotel, you know, go have drinks and eat. And then the next day they'd get up and and go film and then they do it all again and then they move on to the next one yeah. and then they do it again but she said there was nothing else around they literally they had nobody else to talk to nothing else to yeah. do nowhere else to go and the whole thing was shot on location
0: shot. the whole way there's yeah. no studio stuff
1: that must have been really a neat filming experience to oh, yeah. literally just have nothing else to do but bond with the people you're there with
0: that is kind of neat
1: which you know i mean we've well, kind of familiar with that Well, yeah actually.
0: it happens when you're working on a project like that and you're you're creating something and It's an ensemble cast or group of people working on something. You do get kind of close really quick. Yeah. Oh, another thing I want to say, this is kind of like Rear Window and Duel, a combination of those two movies, you know, where it's, they're on the road and instead of somebody chasing them, though, they're kind of chasing somebody, the killer. That's the kind of a different twist to it. But there's always the suspense when they get close and he's around. Mm Mm-hmm. And of course, the rear window, they saw something they weren't supposed to see, and he knows they saw it. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, the opening scene though has a less of a Hitchcock feel to me, and more of a like Argento, more of a Jalo feel. Think oh, about, yeah. think about that opening scene, where
1: are you talking about the
0: where the girls in the motel room? The, you're
1: talking about the guitar and all and that. the guitar, yeah,
0: yeah. and then the the guy with the guitar string in the yeah. bathroom, and the yeah. glo- and the way you see the gloves, see and then the, the way he's backlit and mm-hmm. comes out. The whole way way that shot in the close-up of her face is really like an italian horror film yeah
1: yeah you know I can see that
0: And that's right at the very beginning mm-hmm. so it gives you kind of a, a different feel and then it slowly slips into a hitchcock yeah type feel and it's really i think it really does work with a hitchcock vibe without being an homage yeah or yeah. without actually taking pieces of hitchcock stuff yeah
1: no i see what you're saying i agree it's a really interesting film, yeah. as far
0: as. And Stacey Keach yeah. is great. He doesn't go like over the top with it or anything. Not that he's known for going over the top.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I like him. I he's one of those people that I I don't remember all the things I've seen him in, but as soon as I see him, I remember him. You yeah.
0: Know? Yeah. And the uh, <laughs> some of the characters he meets on the road. That first lady he picks up, oh that housewife, gosh. which I don't remember why she was by herself.
1: Because. He was driving along the road and he's seeing, you know, when you see heat waves on the road yeah. and everything gets a little fuzzy. That's what he's seeing. And we're seeing that, too. They did that with yeah. cameras or whatever. So we're seeing that, too. And all of a sudden he sees this like pink strings I remember across that. the road yeah. or whatever. And so he slams on the brakes and he ends up hitting it. And it turns out to be like toilet paper or something. I yeah. don't know. It was something soft. It didn't hurt the truck. But um, as soon as he stops... She just jumps up into the the truck and he was like, She said, Thanks for stopping. You know, my my husband just took off without me. And um And that's all she said. That's all she said. Yeah, that's all she said. But earlier when they were passing each other on the road back, you see them you see them and he was he comments on her because she's clearly just laying into her husband. Like just going on and on. Like the kids are in the back seat. And yeah. she is ranting at him, and he says, "Ah, oh, poor bastard," or something <laughs> yeah. like that. So I think the husband just had enough and left her.
0: No, on right the side on the of the outback. road. <laughs> yeah, on the outback. Correct me if if I missed something. I forgot something, but we were watching it. I think we were both like, "What the hell does this have to do with anything?" Was it the guy with the boat? Oh, this guy so is weird. is is pulling a boat, a little little boat mm-hmm. in a trailer. A little, not a yacht, but. Not a rowboat, but, you know, good-sized little, a little boat, motorboat, yeah. you know, trailer. And Stacy Keach is trying to catch up to the killer in the green van. Yeah. And this guy won't let him pass. He keeps switching lanes and well, trying to block him. And...
1: you see him, that's the second time you see him. Yeah. The first time you see him, what's the truck driver's name, Stacy's name? Quid. Quid, that's right. So yeah. Quid is driving, and the green van is, like, drafting him. I mean, he's so close behind him, he couldn't even see him at yeah. first. And he's driving along, but he's stuck behind this guy with the boat and he couldn't get past him. So finally, the guy with the boat, like, pulls over, not pulls over, but gets closer to one side of the lane and he passes him. Uh huh. And when he gets far enough ahead, he, you know, gets back over into the correct lane after he's passed him. But the guy in the van was right behind him and he passes too. Now, I don't know how this happened. Yeah. But when he gets over, the van, I think, cuts off the guy that's driving the boat. Yeah. And somehow the guy driving the boat's windshield busts. Like it just shatters. Oh, was it his front windshield? It was his so, front windshield. I'm sorry, I thought it
0: was the back windshield. No, it was the
1: front. And I'm not sure how that happened. Yeah. But so he slams on brakes and, you know, they leave him in the dust. Yeah. Now, Quid has no idea that that happened. He just knows that he saw the guy with the boat, he passed him, and he kept on going. Yeah. So later, at one of the gas stations, Quid pulls in and the guy with the boat is there. Getting
0: his windshield And getting fixed. his windshield fixed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so then again later somehow the guy with the boat is ahead of quid and so he's trying to catch up because now he's he's following the killer the green van is way ahead and he's trying to catch up to him but the guy with the boat has seen the truck driver seen quid behind him he's like oh no he's not passing me again and so now he's blocking him like just purposefully trying to block quid from going around him over and over again and i mean oh yeah insanely like he knows that his boat's getting hit oh and, yeah he can the
0: wheels of the truck and the keep tearing the keeps tearing his his boat, boat up and then finally the boat like it, something flips and the anchor, the anchor. Flop, yeah, flops the anchor out of, flops of the boat out. and it's still the rope is still attached to the boat so the anchor gets caught under the semi and the guy pulls up pull, tries to speed away and it it rips the boat off the trailer yes <laughs> and then the semi just Rams just decimates that boat just yep. almost explodes when he hits it
1: and that gives us what i think they said was the biggest well no that wasn't that may have been it was one of the biggest stunts in the movie where they had the uh they had to make the the semi go over like run over the boat it was one of the biggest ones
0: yeah oh and speaking of, of stunts the guy who was the the killer in this mm-hmm. a guy named grant page he was apparently the biggest w- stunt man in australia Oh, okay did everything did mad max did all the all the movies coming out of australia and was well known and also did uh you'll see in the documentary uh, not quite hollywood where he also did a that uh, was I don't know if it was a show or special about himself as a stuntman doing and doing some kind of wild stunt hmm. that he almost got killed on doing oh, wow. and some other stuff but he was a, a name mm-hmm. a name well there. known name there and he had a little bit of FaceTime in this yeah know? a little bit Oh, also too, the movie it the budget was one point seven five billion. I mean million, not billion. I was like, billion, that's huge. One point seven million. Million. And it was the highest budget well, so, Australian film up to that point ever. Is
1: that million dollars or is that in
0: Uh million dollars. Oh okay. And I don't so know what the converted. exchange rate gotcha. was in Australia, yeah. But it was the highest budget for an Australian film up to that point. Oh wow. Which isn't a lot. No. And you think well, you know, well, this was 81, so Mad Max had come out before that, mm-hmm. which that wasn't, you know, I guess that was not that big a budget. Yeah. I can't remember a whole lot about Mad Max. It's been a long time since I've seen that.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of, you know, where would where would that much of a budget go for the Outback? Fuel. Fuel. It's it's all for yeah. food and transportation, yeah. I guess. I and, mean, they, oh, wait, you they pay... destroyed a couple of, of vehicles. Yeah.
0: And you got to pay the salary of the yeah, you know, of course. bring the American actors over, yeah, yeah, and make it yeah, attractive they, for them to would come over. They have some
1: stretch there.
0: Oh, and another interesting thing. Originally, now Stacey Keach wasn't the one they they wanted for that role. Mm. They wanted Sean Connery.
1: Oh right, but they but, didn't know how expensive he was going to be. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, well, I think they they found out, and yeah, that's what it was. Exactly, that's uh, why they, they couldn't moved afford on. him. That would have been a completely different movie.
1: Yeah, I can't even imagine Sean Connery in that role.
0: Yeah. It, it was, you know, the more I think about it, I think the more I want to watch it again at some point, because the, the suspense stuff really did work in it, I thought. There were a couple of things that I'm I'm left questioning, though. Yeah. There's one point where they stop at a gas station, and they go around the corner to where the the restrooms are, and they see the green van parked behind the gas station. Yeah. So... Jamie Lee's going to go over and look at the van. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Stacey Keach looks in the men's room, and he sees a pair of shoes and will install some feet. Yeah. So Jamie Lee goes over to check out the van. Right. Well, he he picks up something, like a big fan blade or something yeah. and gets his dog and goes in the bathroom and starts berating this guy, yelling at him. And Jamie Lee looks at the van.
1: Yeah, because one of the things that they were yeah. curious about was Quid kept seeing this cooler, and he wanted to know what was in the cooler. He thought maybe it was body parts or something so jamie lee was trying to go see what was in the cooler
0: yeah and come to find out the guy in the stall was not <laughs> the guy in the van he was a guy on a motorcycle who picked up the married lady that Stacey keeps dumped off yeah so she's riding on the back of his motorcycle with this guy so you keep seeing the same people show up yeah which was supposed to actually play a more of a part later in the towards the end of the film yeah. seeing those people more again
1: right but they ended up having to cut that because of budget and time
0: yeah and they wrote jamie lee more to do yeah since they had got jamie lee right but so that guy kind of gets past stacy keach oh sorry guy sorry i thought you were somebody else and he's this guy's freaking out and he goes out of the bathroom and stacy keach comes out the green van's gone right so the guy was in the van he's got jamie lee so now he has got to go after her and he catches up to the green van at uh, like a rest stop or something.
1: Yeah, it's it's, but by rest stop, it really is just like a place to park.
0: Yeah, off the side of the road. <laughs> There's
1: no building there or anything. Yeah,
0: and he gets out, and I would think that they would have anybody there would have heard a a semi coming up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Would have seen the lights, would have seen the flashlight, and would have heard him calling the dog, his dog, or calling her or whatever he was doing, making some something, noise. Yeah. But he gets out and he looks in the van. And there's nothing in the van. Right. And he looks in the cooler, and it's just lunch. Yep. And he's looking around, and he hears like a girl moaning. Mm-hmm. And he, I think he calls her name. Yeah, he does. And nothing. And He goes over, and he hears her moaning again, and somebody else making some noises. Like ah. And he, he thinks, well, maybe he, the guy wasn't a killer. Maybe she just jumped in with him, and she's yeah. they're having sex.
1: Right. Well, and because he, time... he keeps second
0: guessing himself, the whole, once she's gone in the van, he keeps second guessing himself as. Was the guy really a killer, or is she just jumping with a younger guy? Because yeah. Stacy Keach at this point, our quid is in his forties. Yeah, and, and she's Jamie in her Le- Hitch 20s. yeah, she's like in her early twenties, and they yeah. talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you
1: know? well, and at this point too, after he's jumped in the the truck and has started pursuing them, at one point he actually catches up to them on the road because the van is slowed down as if they wanted to be caught. And he's confused by that. He's like, "Well, she doesn't look like she's being kept captive against yeah, her he will." but he doesn't
0: see her from the front or the right. side. He just sees him from the back.
1: Right. And so he's thinking that that it's all voluntary. Like maybe she went with him yeah. because she wanted to, not because he like he thought, "Well, I've been played the whole time."
0: So, but he's still not sure. So when he catches up at the at the rest stop, and, and
1: they, he started hallucinating.
0: Yeah, on the road because yeah. he hadn't had any sleep yet. Right. Well, no, they did sleep that one night Barely, when they stopped at yeah, that. Yeah. At that there's ruins of that town
1: oh yeah but still he's uh, hallucinating
0: yeah because he hadn't had much sleep that's in the last week that's when he having that yeah.
1: conversation in his head
0: but he, he at the rest stop and then he hears the moaning and the sounds of them yeah. having sex so and, he
1: assumes it's Hitch hitching the yeah. would be killer or whatever and, and then so he like, goes oh, back to his truck
0: had. but the camera moves and we see another car like on the other side of the bushes the like the door opens and the light comes on yep and we see it's another couple and the sign on the car says just married.
1: Yeah, so we so know it wasn't it's not leaving. her.
0: But what I was getting at a few minutes ago is that's one of the parts that confuses me because they weren't in the van. Where were they? No what idea. did he do? Where was Jamie Lee? What did he take her? Why didn't he kill her? If he took her out of the van, he stopped. And why did he get out of the van?
1: Well, she said that she had been in that. There was a, a sleeping bag in the van. And actually, that's where he had been sleeping in the van when Jamie Lee went to go check out the van yeah. when, when Quid was in the bathroom that time. She said when they get up to her later that she had been in that sleeping bag the whole time. So I don't know if that meant she was unconscious in the sleeping bag yeah. and where the killer was, I have no idea. Or if perhaps he left her in the sleeping bag and like carried her away somewhere. So he Yeah, because sleep. the sleeping
0: bag wasn't in the van when Stacey Geach came up.
1: I don't remember. I
0: don't think it was.
1: I don't know. I mean, everything in that van was dark, so I have yeah. no idea. So
0: even if it was, you think that...
1: He would have looked.
0: Yeah, or something.
1: Yeah, so I, I don't know. That was a but little that, confusing that, to yeah, me, Yeah, that too. part confused me, you know.
0: Yeah. And it may have been in there. Upon a second viewing, we might see it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
1: maybe. Well, there were parts of it, too, I think, that confused me, but were intriguing at the same point, was at one point, the police pull him over. And,
0: yeah, this is earlier when Jamie Lee's hitching with him. Yeah. yeah,
1: and they pull him over and they ask him, you know, his whereabouts and, and whatever. And then they tell him, I can't remember why they bring it up, but they tell him that the person tending the desk at the hotel or motel yeah. said that he stayed a night at their hotel the night before. Yeah. And he said, but I didn't have a room there. You know, it was the motel that he was at. Yeah,
0: well, he said, uh, anybody who copied my name off the side of yeah, the truck. Yeah, because
1: his name's on the side of the yeah. truck. So... We're led to believe, of course, that the killer did indeed copy his name off yeah. the side of the truck and put his name on the register. So if that person he killed with the guitar string or whatever turns up dead, then he's going to be the one yeah. taking the blame for it because his name was on the register.
0: And the the only other thing I think that really made me go, what the hell's going on? Or why are they doing that? Is the end, the slowest car chase in history. <laughs>
1: I mean, they put, they make a point of showing you the speedometer, too, and it yeah. keeps getting slower and slower. Like under slower. 20. No, I mean, it was down to like five. Yeah.
0: Well, that is under 20. <laughs> yes, <indeed>. Okay. <laughs> but they get to a town, Melbourne, I guess, and the van is like across the street from the gas station, or oh, the way station. Yeah. Where he has to stop, and he gets back in in the car, and he goes... And the van, like he's like letting him catch up to him. Yeah,
1: it's very clear that he wants Quid to follow him. Yeah. I mean, he's letting him catch him.
0: And but he, Oh, but he had taught the cops. The van was across the parking lot, and their the cops there. And they even helped him push the van out like it got stuck or something.
1: Yeah, it was really, and he's talking I don't to the understand cops what that was
0: about. I think Quid doesn't even say something out of the guy, the guy set me up or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So Quid in his semi with the trailer full of meat goes after the uh van is following and going slow but the cops are following him
1: yeah well the cops are following him without their lights on but then at one point the dude goes through a yellow turning red light and quid's like oh sneaky you know and then of course he follows him through the red light so then the cops turn the lights on they're gonna pull him but quid doesn't pull over he just continues to chase him
0: and they but chase the following they're (laughs) not chasing anybody 10
1: miles an hour (laughs)
0: but they yeah they go in the tr and then he starts going around buildings and in and through alleys i guess he's trying to get the truck stuck maybe yeah you know? well, i
1: think the point was he wanted to get the, the truck so that he couldn't get out so he couldn't yeah. open the doors yeah so he goes down these narrow alleys so yeah. the truck can follow him but then he's, he can't open the doors he can't get out of the cab
0: so he does that and the truck does get stuck and he can't open the doors mm-hmm. and the guy gets out of the van and like gets a a shovel a shovel and starts busting the the headlights of the van mm-hmm. i mean the uh the semi and pokes into the radiator with the handle of the shovel yep just disabling the truck and then he gets up there <laughs> quit can't get out of his truck but he hits the horn yeah, and like, and like it out knocks out the him. guy down on the ground <laughs> and the guy gets up again and not, he, not only trucks have headlights they have lights on top of the cab yeah. big lights and he turns those on and blinds a the guy then he, he, he tries to floor it to get the thing to move yeah to, get, to break free of the alley and he ends up like breaking free between the alley and then oh there's uh, something catching the top of the cab too yeah. but he breaks free of that and the the truck jumps on top of the van <laughs> yep
1: smashes the van <laughs>
0: And as the guy the guy gets out and he and uh, quid start fighting and the cops come up there and he tried it well, he tried to strangle Quid. He gets behind him with the guitar string and he tries to strangle him and he beats the crap out of him and Quid beats the crap out of the guy and he gets the string and starts to strangle the guy, and that's when the other cops come up. <laughs> right.
1: There's way more to it than we just gave, but Oh yeah, that's a quit
0: just a quick overview of but it.
1: But there's I mean, there's weird weird things in there where i remember being very confused i mean in in the end i did kind of get it all but yeah yeah there are still places it was a couple little
0: confusing things but it wasn't anything that that took you out of the movie no
1: no for a minute there there was it was just, just a little bit somewhere in the middle there before he picked up jamie lee and i think after he spoke to or tried to speak to the cops at that one gas station there was some strangeness. I can't remember what happened, but something happened, and I just I remember thinking, I have no idea what's happening now, and I was so confused, I just hung on, yeah. and eventually it all came back around and I'm glad I hung on because I really did like it.
0: yeah I mean, I'm sure and we'll, I was still intrigued. We'll watch it again at some point, I'm sure uh, yeah. and I th- it was really enjoyable. I thought it was it wasn't a horror movie. It was more of a, I think, a thriller, a suspense movie. Yeah. Because even they, though it did have, it was a serial killer, and he was yeah. supposedly chopping up the bodies into pieces. Yeah. And it was the meat truck, which at towards the end, there were, oh, it was well, a little heavier. Yeah. So there were two carcasses in it that he wasn't sure
1: He didn't think they were, were pigs. pigs.
0: But the way they were cut, like the rest of the pigs, they couldn't have been human torsos. I don't think.
1: I don't know. At I've one never point,
0: ca- I've never feel dressed a human. I don't know. At
1: one point, I think you looked down, but at one point I thought there was a nipple.
0: Now, I saw that too, but pigs have nipples.
1: Well, I know, but it didn't look like a pig nipple. In any case. Anyway, how close have you ever a- been to a pig <laughs> I've been around <laughs> many pigs, Rob.
0: <laughs>
1: but I don't know. It's a... Uh, it's not bloody at all. No. It's not gory at all. It's not a horror movie.
0: It has elements of horror with because the serial killer and because he was supposed to be chopping people up. Yeah. But then again, so did Rear Window. You right. never saw anything. Right. You know?
1: Yeah, I think they tried to bill it as There's, a slasher.
0: That's that's what hurt it, uh, is what I stuff I've read oh. I was reading about it when it was released. Though the speculation is that's what kinda hurt it upon its release is that it was sold as a slasher movie. Mm. Was it 81? mostly
1: to capitalize on Jamie Lee? Being Jamie
0: like... Lee and to sell it, mm. but it's really a suspense thriller, right? You know, and it, maybe if it was sold that way, it might got, have gotten done, done better. I don't know.
1: Was it considered successful for this Australian film? No,
0: really, no. it didn't do do great on on its release. Mm. Um, did better on home video.
1: Did
0: it? Yeah, and oh, if you want to get a copy of it. It is on Amazon on a brand new, what was it 4K Restoration Blu-ray, yeah, really which is pretty. beautiful. Yeah. They show you in some of the extras, they're talking about the Restoration. Oh, the, yeah. The previous, I, guess, I don't know if it was DVD or VHS release, compared to the new Yeah, they got it's,
1: side-by-side shots. It's, it's almost amazing. like a new movie. Yeah, it's really It's pretty.
0: really, really, if you're going to get it to watch get the get the blu-ray it's not expensive i mean it's
1: very i I want to say it was like 20 bucks bucks oh it was under 20 bucks okay so
0: yeah blu-ray for under 20 bucks hell yeah you know and jamie lee so young jamie lee it was it was it was thoroughly enjoyable indeed you know movies movies like this like the rear window this kind of reminds me too of um (laughs) not that it reminds me of it makes me think of i saw what you did i know who you are oh yeah you know where they witnessed uh but in that one, they witnessed a murder, or somebody thought they witnessed yeah, a murder, but and they, they, didn't. Didn't. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't witness any damn thing, you know? And this, he really didn't witness anything either. He's just suspicious.
1: Yeah, he's very suspicious that
0: something's going on. Yeah. And nothing's really, you know, he didn't see anything.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing that's weird, I think, from the beginning is that maybe it's ironic. The, you know, Quid is sitting in the parking lot, gonna go get a hotel room, motel room, whatever gets a call so it gets delayed the killer shows up with his victim gets the room now quid can't get a room so he ends up having to stay in the truck so because of these circumstances quid is in the parking lot in the morning when the trash truck is coming out or coming by yeah and so he lets his dog out to go do his business in the morning when he wakes up the dog goes to the trash and you know, starts digging at the trash, whining, wanting to get whatever's in the trash. Yeah. And for some reason, Quid happens to look up and he sees this gloved hand. Yeah. Peeking out the window and literally peeking. I mean, it, it's very you, suspicious. Yeah, you, you
0: barely see the head, but you yeah. see the shape of a head and you see right. the hand with the glove on it holding the curtain back.
1: Yeah. So you know somebody's looking at him. And Quid keeps, he keeps looking at the guy like, why is he staring down here? Yeah. And then he looks at the dog, and he looks at the people coming up the way to pick up the trash. Yeah.
0: And
1: It's clear that Quid is suspicious about why the guy is watching the garbage. And the garbage is there, and why is the dog digging at now it? And the guy sees that the dog's, the, the dog's digging the at
0: it, and then is probably looking back at Quid, seeing that he's... He's so, watching the dog. Yeah, so... Yeah, so
1: so the killer has used Quid's name, and so Quid can't get a room because the quiller, the killer took the room. And it's just weird, all the strange circumstances Had, yeah. that pulled those two together, Yeah, you know, and how did they end up... Anyway, it was just an interesting...
0: Well, yeah. Yeah, Tarantino said um, that this movie, it, he loves this movie, mm-hmm. loves it, uh, and says that it could be made, it could be remade today exactly without changing a thing and still scare the shit out of people. And... It's very suspenseful. Yeah. I mean,
1: there's lots of tension.
0: Yeah. And somebody... I t- I, I was reading some of the reviews on it when it came out, mm-hmm. and they were mild. They were yeah. okay, you know.
1: I mean, I but, wasn't scared, but there were no. tense
0: moments. But there was somewhere where you were like, okay, what's going to happen? What's yeah, going to happen? Yeah. Which is good suspense, yeah. you know. But one of the reviews s- suggested that it could be the setting really didn't do anything for the movie. Oh. It could be put anywhere on the road, and it would have worked just as well. That's
1: what Jamie Lee said, I think.
0: Yeah and well and that's what one of those reviewers said too yeah and i think they i think they're right the only thing that the setting really played into it mm-hmm. to, for me was
1: it's that so... he had a dingo
0: instead of a dog
1: well supposedly supposedly till the end
0: and then when he stops for gas at that roadhouse mm-hmm. it's obvious they're in australia there because yeah. of the people and everything right. Well, and, and then it's when they so stop
1: in the middle of nowhere, yeah, but there's parts there of are the desert of America in America, you know, going out towards Nevada yeah. and
0: California, it could have right. been like that, you yeah. know. But when they stop to camp overnight at the ruins of that old town, and he tells the story,
1: oh, right. about how
0: the rabbits infested the town, and the the sand dunes sort of started, and the storm started taking over the town as people left and all,
1: yeah,
0: that actually happened at that location. That's yeah. a real. They didn't make that for the movie. That's a real story about the real location. They were. They were at
1: yeah. So
0: true. those are the only I think pieces that those are the only things that 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 set it. You know, no, nothing else really did mm-hmm. except the accents of the other people here. Yeah. Companies, but, but there's then, nothing. There was no set pieces. There was nothing specific. Like if you're going to do a movie that, like the Warriors had to take place in New York, right? That could not pl- take place in D.C. or California or Florida right. or Wyoming. It could not.
1: Yeah, to New
0: York not. was a character of in the movie. Yeah, you know. It had to take place there. This could take place anywhere.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, but then when they did an interview with Stacey Keach, one of his things he said was it had to be in Australia. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. He felt like it couldn't yeah. have happened anywhere else. Now, it had to be there.
0: I agree with that it. it could be lifted and put anywhere. Yeah. I think putting it in the Australian Outback, well, one, it was it was an Australian film. It was Australian crew, director and all that. So mm-hmm. it was written for Australia. Right. But to have it set in the outback where you know it's desolate, you know it's everything is miles and miles away from everybody. Yeah. Especially then, Mm -hmm. I don't know how it's built towards that. Yeah, I don't know since then. But, um, I think in your head, Mm -hmm. you feel the sense of, you know, isolation that Mm -hmm. they have. Yeah. Going in. Right. And I think you, you probably would too in the, um, you know, in the, in the Arizona desert or anything like that. But, I think just because it's that you say outback, you get a picture of the wilderness. Yeah. You know, the wild desert, the untamed, right. you know, and all that from what you everybody's heard over the years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think that kind of does, I think it does help that aspect of the movie a little bit. But for the story, it could have been, you know, picked up and put anywhere. Yeah. I do have to hand it to him, though. I keep going back and saying how he, he did such a good job doing his take on a on a Hitchcock type movie. Yeah. With the suspense and everything without aping Hitchcock.
1: hmm
0: And uh then taking a little bit of duel, putting it on the road, you know, was a was a neat a neat twist to doing a version of a rear window. And the you know it makes me uh this this being an on the road picture and like we're talking about the isolationist feeling of it makes me think of other movies like that, like Hills Have Eyes. Mm-hmm have we done a podcast on that? I don't, I don't remember. I think we did.
1: I never watched it. Not terribly be, long ago. Yeah,
0: that would be a good one to do sometime, maybe. The original Hills Have Eyes. I enjoyed that kind of more than I thought I would. There's another one called Terror on the Beach. I think that was the name of it with Dennis Weaver and Lori Partridge, where the family is camping on the beach and these beach bikers are coming terrorize them. Okay i like those types of movies you know isolation yeah like, you, know, you know i mean it's maybe that's why i like omega man so much. well that's because of chuck so i like Omega
1: man so much, but, yeah
0: but well, i never i, I never want to be in that situation right you know but they're really i think they work more to me for the suspense and all because well, it's a common
1: it's a common theme in many different types yeah i mean look at alien that's oh, yeah. essentially it's well, a common kind of fear thing.
0: being alone in the dark yeah, yeah yeah it's a it's a base common fear yeah
1: the world the flesh and the devil because yeah. they're at the end you know oh I yeah mean, the whole there's tons of yeah
0: that. and i think it really works and this is a you know taking that that basic theme and reworking it into a different story is it mm-hmm. takes a little bit to make it good yeah of course and i think they did it here this is one that i've heard about for a long time but i never got the chance to see merry christmas thank you Santa Claus brought <laughs> that to me for Christmas this year Santa Phyllis gave that to me for <laughs> Christmas this year on watching the last time I watched that documentary not quite Hollywood the, you know they, there's a little segment on this and mm. the other movies I want to see on there I think what was it, Lost Weekend is one and Patrick definitely I want to see Patrick is one that Tarantino lifted a lot from for Kill Bill oh like almost a lot of the beginning of Kill Bill about the bride and being in the coma
1: hmm. okay
0: he got that the idea from that and then the line uh book and i'm here to fuck he got that out of uh not an australian film at all but on eating alive remember oh, that robert yeah, england yeah. says I it forgotten it yeah that's right Lifts it right out of that and uh then boom put those together
1: mm-hmm.
0: but there are a few others that australian films that i want to see and if, since watching that documentary but this is one that i had like i i sought out recently and I, I said, okay i need to see this one because It's a road picture, and it's Jamie Lee and Stacey Keach. You know, he's always puts in a solid performance, and I wasn't disappointed.
1: I am glad you were not. I enjoyed it too.
0: I mean, I think I can say a lot of good things about. I don't think I can say anything bad about this. There's no, I don't think there were any drawbacks or nothing I didn't like about it. There's a couple things, like I said earlier, a couple scenes that I was like, "What's okay? Why are they doing that?" I don't understand what's going on here, why that's happening. Yeah. Yeah, and the one with the boat wasn't one that bothered me that just was a, a weird aside that kind of made everybody I guess anybody watching it go what the hell and shifted how you your feelings for a minute and it wasn't comedy really no like a lot of th- movies well, do which i would, hate
1: no it wasn't comedy but i
0: it did li- kind of did... lighten it a little bit cuz well, it took you off of the the hardcore suspense but it made you think, what the hell? Why is this guy doing this?
1: Yeah, I mean, I did. I was confused by the whole thing. But the only thing I could think of was the guy was pissed because he had to replace his windshield due to the guy cutting him off. But it now wasn't replace his boat. Yeah, no, it wasn't the <laughs> it wasn't Quid's fault that he had to replace it. But I guess he thought he blamed yeah. it on Quid anyway. But regardless, now he has to replace everything because he just yeah. destroyed his whole damn boat. But I know, like I said, weird. that
0: didn't it didn't take me out of the movie at all. No, me either. And it didn't stop. The suspense feeling like when they have a lot of movies, they'll do they'll bring you up, bring the suspense up, and then something funny will happen yeah. to, to Crash uh, relax it. you. Yeah. Before they build you back up again to bring mm-hmm. you up and down. And this one, do that. I don't think this had any of those highs and lows. I think once the suspense kind of got up, it kept on going. And there were some moments that were a little more suspenseful, but it didn't like uh, make you relax at all.
1: Yeah. No, that's true.
0: It just kind of kept you kind of tense the whole time mm-hmm. and then it would get more tense and then it, it ease off that a little bit but you still had that okay that wasn't it but it's still coming yeah something's you know? still happening so it really it really worked well and i I would definitely recommend seeing this one if you get a chance but i would de- again definitely recommend watching the blu-ray and not if it's on youtube not doing that because <laughs> that's probably a a shitty copy on that most likely yeah
1: i mean if you have no choice then you know do what you got to do but the blu-ray is beautiful and very inexpensive
0: yeah so road games tell a friend
1: indeed (laughs) i think that's all i've got
0: i believe that's about all i got on this one a little quick one here for uh the new year the or the last podcast of 2018 isn't it
1: it is indeed
0: yeah, this yes. will this so, will be should be going up on New Year's Eve, right?
1: I believe so. as Long as I can get everything edited and my computer doesn't die on me, yeah, yes.
0: Knock on wood. So knocking
1: on wood everywhere.
0: We'll see what the new year brings for podcast episodes coming up. I know, I know one that we're gonna do soon.
1: Yes, we're waiting on a, a
0: is disc Buckaroo Banzai. We're gonna do that. I'm waiting on. I did the pre order on the Blu-ray restoration. Uh, of that. We're waiting on that to come in before we do the podcast, even though we did watch it recently yeah, on DVD. I want to see that one, and then we'll do the podcast on Buckaroo Banzai. And we've got some other stuff lined up. Hills Have Eyes, we may do.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. So if you have any suggestions or something you would like us to watch and yeah. talk about, or want to tell us to shut the, us the hell some up, stuff. send <laughs> yeah. us a message.
0: Drop us a line at the email. That's phantasmod, phantasmo, all one word, at com. Or just drop us a line on the Facebook page, the Phantasma After Dark Facebook page. I'm on there all the time, and it's nice to hear from people and see what you think. Do check out the Phantasma After Dark Facebook page because I have a bunch of pictures and behind-the-scenes pictures and movie posters and newspaper ads. Anything I can find on this, I do for every episode we do, make a folder and put pictures and stuff in there and try to put some... Cool stuff, some obscure stuff I can find too. Yeah,
1: it's always cool to see the stuff we're talking about sometimes.
0: I'll throw the trailer up on there too. What the hell? Don't be done. Right on. So Rob. Yes, Phyllis.
1: How does Stacy (laughs) Keach relate to Planet of the Apes?
0: Okay. Stacey we play this game every episode, almost every episode, where I had discovered many years ago with a friend of mine, Clayton Sayer, that the world revolves around Planet of the Apes. And we discovered this long before the seven degrees or six degrees of Kevin Bacon game. We can connect anything back to Planet of the Apes. So, Phyllis wants me to connect Stacy Keach.
1: Yes, do it.
0: Back to Planet of the Apes. So, let me see. Stacy Keach. And again, like you said, he's one of those guys that I know he's been in tons of stuff, but now I'm trying to think about it, I'm drawing a blank. He's been in everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stacy Keach. Stacy Keach was in a movie called The Long Riders. Okay, cowboy movie. Okay. With David Carradine. Okay. It was also Stacy Keach. And his brothers. And the Carradine brothers. Okay. Okay. Stacey Keach, David Carradine Mm -hmm. in Long Riders. Mm -hmm. David Carradine was in Circle of Iron. Okay. With Roddy McDowell. (laughs) Uh, That was way too fast. Well then. Apes. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Well done. Very short. Good job. You're welcome. (laughs) All right. Well, that's about it for this one. So, uh, happy new year, everybody.
0: Yeah. Thanks for listening and please continue to listen, uh, into the new year. We'll have some more special guest hosts on here and do some, talk about some other real cool movies and hey, and you know, we'll also be doing, uh, we'll be at other conventions and things throughout the year. Not a oh, lot, yeah. but we'll be doing a few.
1: Yeah. MarsCon's con's coming up. We'll
0: be at MarsCon con in just a couple weeks in Williamsburg, Virginia. You remember What's the exact date on that? i think remember? it's
1: the weekend of january 18th
0: let me see i
1: know them. it is the weekend of january 18th
0: yeah we'll be at MarsCon in williamsburg virginia on uh the 18th 19th and 20th and we're doing a couple uh, presentations there on cult films and such so come check us out and say hi if you're out there and we'll maybe at a few others throughout the year that's about all i got how about you does it all right well thanks a lot everybody and thanks for listening good night
1: good night